In this video, we are discussing the red hot NFT market. As usual, nothing in this video is financial advice. We're not financial advisors. The NFT space is incredibly risky, so always do your own research. Captain Kicks, what an NFT weekend we had. It was crazy. It's heating up. There is a lot going on. You deployed a lot of capital. What is going on in NFTs right now? Are we breaking into a little bit of a bull market? Yeah, I mean, I think you can already say that we're in a confirmed bull market right now. Um, <clears throat> this is why I actually really love the weather reports that we've been doing on the Twitter spaces because uh, it it allows us to you know express and kind of calculate the the sentiment out there. But the the markets clearly bottomed in March, and we saw a series of higher lows on the Twitter spaces last week. We predicted that we thought. The rest of the week and the weekend were going to be massive um and that was maybe an understatement yesterday we came in at 173 million dollars to give you um perspective in terms of how big that is that is like the seventh highest day of the year and you have to consider how um big january is right but even how big january is if it was better than 20 days in january holy in shit just the volume yesterday like it outperformed 20 of the days um in january today uh the tracker is about two hours off let's look at utc time and then subtract two hours so as of 643 we were at 85 million dollars so we're going to get above 100 million dollars again today so just today with six hours left to go we're we're higher than um we're, we're, we're higher than the previous lows of the previous two weeks by a long shot. So once again, we're seeing higher lows. Markets are looking fantastic, in my opinion. And also, the crypto markets look like they maybe need to consolidate um, or maybe pull back a little bit. Who knows? Ethereum is is the unicorn right now. It could keep running. But it, it looks incredibly bullish in the NFT markets that any pullback in crypto will accelerate it if crypto stays relatively stable or keeps slowly grinding up it'll still be very good so i'm seeing nothing but really good signs from the nft market right now well that's great to hear and you know i pulled up one project that we're both in that's women world of women galaxy you deployed deployed a ton of capital into different uh projects you bought uh cyber brokers you bought this project you bought pre-mint pass which i also brought uh, also bought and i feel like yeah, these are all good plays to be in. The thing is, is when you have capital, you can actually kind of comfortably buy stuff and not worry too much about it. What's Premint at here? Premint is at okay. It's at, it's lower than it was. I would probably scoop another one here um, if I'm bullish on this. I mean, I, the unique ownership's going down, which makes me think that people are just buying several. Um, but yeah, I mean. That what you said about the volume compared to January really sticks out to me because January was as close to an up only type of cycle as we're yeah. gonna see. And yeah, yeah, I mean, World of Women Galaxy, I think it bottomed out at, at what 1.1, 1.2. Is that what you were yeah. buying at? Um, well, it 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 the mint bottomed out at one. Um, but the it, in secondary it retraced all the way down to like 1.2 and, okay. and then has sit, since went on a big run i think there was a 50 ETH sweep late last night um i i've been i reconnected with a uh a good friend of mine 
who was an investor in one of my old companies. He's an incredibly smart guy. I don't know if he wants to be Doc, so I won't say his name, but incredibly smart guy, um, very successful in traditional business. And we kind of reconnected because he saw me uh, being a DGen on Twitter. Um, and he's very much in the uh, DeFi crypto token side. Yep. But he showed me he has a very methodical way of allocating his portfolio when it comes to Ethereum, Bitcoin, altcoins. He has ranges he wants the whole pie to be at everything. And it was really an eye-opening experience for me because it made me realize that for the past year, I've been trading without a strategy other than like buy things to make money, which worked yeah. very well for me. But I, I think but you were also participating in the market like before it had massive explosions, right? So exactly. Like, so there was no yeah. real blue chips back then. There was no tears. There was, you know, as we have today. But what it made me realize is that like I need to look at my NFT portfolio in a methodical way and and like have a percentage allocated to, you know, small projects with a potential, some to mid chips, some to blue chips. And I did that exercise yesterday and then realized that like I have like all altcoin NFTs and like no, you know, mid really good stuff. Yeah, exactly. And so then I started doing some research on, you know, projects that I think could be, you know, the next big breakouts. And I want to be way more calculated with my decision makings in, in this bull run. So I'm looking for, you know, strong teams, um, things that have strong narrative, strong use cases. So in terms of my mid-chip allocations, I looked at WowG and Cyber Brokers. So I deployed like 12 ETH into WowG and close to 20 ETH probably now into um, Cyber Brokers because I thought those are just really good mid-chip plays. I know Muffers also is going on a big run today. That's another great mid-chip play. Um, but I'm really trying to be more calculated with my plays. Now, having said that, if this bull run continues, we all know how it ends. It trickles down to the altcoins. So I'll probably be sizing in a little bit more um, heavy there. But yeah, the, the signs have been brewing for two weeks that we were going to have this kind of explosion. Azuki, probably the the catalyst other than it, it actually ApeCoin, the first catalyst, Azuki run catalyst number two. And now you're kind of seeing everybody go risk on and saying, OK, you know, it's back to it's back to bull mood, but back to bull mode, back to bull season. Um so yeah, I mean, it looks absolutely fantastic out there. Um, I'm keeping my eye out for any new projects with big potential. I'm I'm keeping in, you know, twice a week. I'm going to be looking at secondary, trying to uh, make smart investment decisions based on things not like oh I like this art and da 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 da, but like what is who's the team? What's their ability to execute? What's their vision? How does the vision fit into my thesis for NFTs? And like if I like it, I want to size in. So like for me, like cyber brokers, I mean, I looked back at my tweets, dude. I was saying that this was a good pick at March 10th when I was at two ETH. I didn't get in until three. Like I was slow to act on the move, but I just saw this thing where it's like, it's actually super innovative. Literally the whole NFT is on chain. That's not innovative necessarily, but what's super innovative is every individual piece of clothing on a cyber broker is individually layered on chain, meaning that you can pull the different assets out and they leaked out this mirrorware uh, project that they're going to be working on, which is digital clothing, which fits into that layer two thing I've always talked to you about. Like 10KTF fits into that. Artifact fits into that. And so I'm seeing this company with a very strong team. If you look up their team, it's super strong. I like their roadmap. It's sitting at two or three. 
I'm like, this is the no brainer next pick for people that make money on the blue chips, which always run first. We had apes, ape coin, the Zookies all make a run. That's a lot of liquidity. If you sell a blue chip, you don't have enough money to buy another blue chip. Usually you go down to the mid chips and cyber brokers look like a no brainer to me. So I'm glad I pulled the trigger, made that buy. I love, I like the wow G project a lot. There's some fun that it's not like super unique compared to the other collections, yada, yada, yada. I just thought it's a, it's a good buy really strong, unique holders. It's approaching uh mutant Ape yacht club uniques. It's about 1.3 K uniques off. Um, I made that buy, uh, you know, a little bit earlier. Uh, I would, it would have been better off if I had bought cyber brokers first than wow G, but you can't, you can't win them all. Um, but the markets are looking phenomenal to me. Um, and it, it, it started, it's sort of giving me August vibes. Um, and what happened in August is that you saw a, just a risk on macro environment across the board. So tokens went up, but NFTs also went up. And what you have in a situation like that is that you have your NFTs appreciating in USD terms and appreciating in NFT terms. And you well, in ETH your, terms, you mean ETH. Yeah, in ETH terms. And you can get yourself uh, multiples that you can't get anywhere else. You can get, you can get a ETH. ETH goes up 50% and your NFTs 4X. So you get an actual 6Xer out of it or something like that. So I'm, I'm feeling great. I like my risk exposure right now. I got like, I got a lot of money in NFTs right now. So I like my risk, risk exposure. I have maybe 10 ETH left for waiting for good buys. After that, I'd have to, I'd have to trim some gains to, to get capital back. But um, I'm, uh, I'm feeling good right now. I'm calling it. I'm calling a tweet from Captain Kicks in like two weeks. That's like sold all of X, Y, and Z projects <laughs> for, for, for 125K USD profit, you know, in two weeks. Like well, that's what I think is going to happen. Yeah. And then we'll forex from there and I'll want to find the nearest bridge. <laughs> um, you know, cause I had, I had every single blue chip project you can name i owned at one point in time at a board api club gutter, gutter cats did you buy cool cats i had cool cats at 0. 0.4 <laughs> i had uh doodles mad dog jones two. doodles dog. uh there's four, more four azukis four azukis oh i forgot e. about that a bunch of azukis four clone x's at three e. so i'm not <laughs> i'm not fucking this shit up again i'm not trading out of the whole stack i'll i'll trim some but I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I'm going to try to hold a little longer this time around. We'll see though. You know, I do have bipolar problems. You had the ferocious artifact shoes. Yeah. At like below mint. I like sniped <laughs> them at below mint. Yeah. Did you ever have the X copy afterburns or at that point were you all already just, oh my God. Tenable. Oh my God. I did a YouTube video in April of last year. And I said that X copies were the best bear market buy. And then paper handed them all about a week and a half later. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of this ferocious open edition for a thousand bucks? Twenty eight thousand minted. Uh, not touching that with a ten foot pole. I uh, best of luck to him. Uh, but it, it could it could fucking go up. Like who the fuck knows? I'm not. Well, yeah. What I was gonna say is the X copy went up before it came back down. The X copy two X. Yeah. It was a one ETH open edition. Seventy five hundred of them went to two ETH because he trolled, and then it went back down. Now it just today went under one ETH, so it's officially under. I bought one at mint. I ended up selling that for one point twenty five, so it was like a point two profit. Weak. 
right? Even though I could have done two ETH, right? And then I bought one at 1.45 right after his uh, tweet, and I sold it at 1.85, another 0.2 profit after uh, fees week. So I could have made like well over an Ethereum of profit, but I thought 0.4 profit was better, I guess. 0.4 is good, man. It's better than negative 0.4. I mean, my thing with, because you're seeing a lot of artists going into profile picks or going into like metaverse plays my i think some of them will concede but my general concern with all of them is that they are artists not businesses and yeah. in order to execute in a zuki or a board ape yacht club or a sandbox you have to be great at business not a great artist and so my concern is is that they are making the art but they are going to have to outsource the business operating in the business vision. And I'm not sure how that is going to work out. Meaning like I'm more bullish on Azuki or Board Ape Yacht Club pulling off a very successful metaverse play mm -hmm. than I am Ferocious or some of these other artists. Fuck Render? Or despite loving them. I mean, even Fuck Render. I think Fuck Render has way more business than the typical artist. He has way more business acumen skills just naturally or however you want to call it than some of the other ones but um yeah so he may be one of the ones that succeed but i'm like seeing a trend of like a lot of you know the frenzies stuff came out all of this stuff i'm i'm staying away from it i'm sure some of them will do well i think i personally prefer when artists stick at you know i'm not trying to sound <laughs> me, like focus on their strengths Let's say that, right? <laughs> Stay out of the business. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I get it. The thing is, like these extremely high supply things typically go below mint price. But the question is, do they end up going up before they go down? Um, I want to touch on what you talked about, about how first the really good stuff's going to pump, then the second best stuff's going to pump, and then we'll get down to the midships. Do you think that dead fellas, dead friends are due for a, a run? I've uh, I've always said that that project is a great buy a month before Halloween. Other than that, I I don't know. It kind of reminds me sort of like a Robotos where it's like like a cool project, good team, but it kind of just wa like wants to like it feels like it's just going to range like in in this like no no man's land. Now, having said that, when the midships pump, like will it pump? Yes, but like my whole thing is like. I, I can't do the stress levels I had last year anymore of like <laughs> trading things and getting in and out of things. So like, I'm just like, I want to buy stuff that I have like super high conviction on that. Like I can hold for a month and not worry about it. Or maybe if I can change who I am as a person, hold for like three months. But, um, but yeah, so I mean, yeah, that definitely like could pump it. it what, what's really going to happen in the bull market is everything will pump to a degree, but the narrative driven plays will pump the hardest. Yeah. And, and part of narrative things are out of your control. They just materialize themselves, but then other types of narrative plays, like you can almost kind of like predict and see coming on, on the horizon. Um, you think yeah. 10 KTFs about to rip? It very well could. I mean, 10 KTF just it it, it 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 it's sort of like positionally in it, like an awkward place where it has you know 18.4k items, right? That's a lot of stuff to keep delivering value to, not even including the whole stockroom side of it. Yep. And then I think that they probably look at the Grail collaboration as a success, which they should. 
So I think that we're going to see more stuff like that than like maybe what the traditional 10 KTF playbook was. So I think that it's still like, I still hold some 10 KTF. It's not one of my biggest bags, but I still hold some of it and I'll still hold it for a while because I do think it will allow you to get airdrops uh, into other new things that they work on. And I do think that the, you know, token's going to come out and that token could, you know, potentially do pretty well. Um, but I think that like most of the value in the, and I may be wrong on this, but most of the value in the 10 KTF is going to be captured at the tail, you know, at the, at the new, at the frontier of what they're doing, not so much in the back, right? Like, do you really want to buy, uh, the, the shoes of someone else's ape, you know, or do you want to, do you want to buy the sick new, like digital outfit that you can like mint from 10 KTF down the road now if you believe that then you still want to hold some 10 ktf to potentially get on the allow list for the new stuff just like what happened with the gucci collab right but like i i just think that they're probably innovating how they want to approach because the whole digital assets the whole digital clothing is super cutting edge very fast moving these people don't even know what it, it's going to look like two years from now. So they're going to have to innovate fast. My point being very bullish on 10 KTF as a company, but I think you're going to, just like we made money off of Gucci grails. I think you're going to be able to, I made more money off of Gucci grails in a week than I made in like a month off of my 10 KTF bag, even though it's 10 times the size or whatever. So, so that's what I'm kind of saying is I think I'm bullish on 10 KTF as a company, but I want to deploy more capital, not into their existing stuff, but into the next thing that they're going to make. I think that makes sense. And I think that that Gucci example is really good. The thing about 10KTF right now is that they're, someone pointed it out. They basically said that the next two weeks are going to be insane. There's intense speculation that's borderline accepted that they have a deep partnership or involvement with um, the uh, Wii Other world. Other, oh, yeah, oh. yeah, other side. Sorry. Yeah. Other side. Babes. Exactly. And the other thing is that I've come around where I used to be like, is somebody else going to buy, um, you know, your ape backpack or whatever? And I've changed my kind of tune on that. And it's like, yeah, they are. They're going to buy it. Um, and it, it's like once the brand, the these entities get big enough, like Board Ape Yacht Club, once Board Ape Yacht Club gets big enough, just having anything that's an official collaboration with Board Ape Yacht Club is a big deal. Sabrina also just said it's a cult. I agree with that. I think that it is a cult. Um, anything popular in this space is a cult. Yeah, but it's a fun cult for sure that I'm now a member of. Um, and I, my dog's destroying something. I'm just going to grab her real quick. But Kix, yep, you've been good. crushing this episode. Do your thing. Yeah. I'll, I'll be right back. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, someone said 10KTF is very tightly connected with other side. I am sure that they are connected with other side, but you have to understand what other side slash Yuga Labs slash the Ape Token, what they are trying to do. The utility for Ape Token, they are going to create a layer two on top of their land that is going to be powered by the Ape Token, where you're going to be able to buy all sorts of digital assets. So put yourself in Yuga Labs shoes. You're trying to create a marketplace where people can buy all sorts of digital assets. That means that you're going to need to partner with companies that can create those digital assets, meaning that I'm sure they're doing something with 10KTF. I'm sure they're doing something with Adidas. I'm sure they're doing something with other digital asset companies. Um, they're not doing it with CloneX because CloneX is a competitor. But I would just say that, that is why those collaborations are happening, is that the Yuga Labs is trying to create a digital asset marketplace that will live on top of their metaverse play. And so they're going to need to partner with 
as many different companies as possible to make that marketplace a, a win. And so I would not be surprised that they're talking to 10 KTF, but they're also probably talking to Adidas. Um, and that one's pumping as well. That's getting close to 1.8. Um, so this has been something that I've been talking about for months now that I think that the most money to the, the biggest expansion rather not the most money, but the biggest expansion in the space is going to be the layer two on top of the metaverse. And that is digital assets. That is digital clothing. That is items. That is stuff that you use in the metaverse. So that's why I've been bullish on 10 KTF. That's why I've been bullish on Adidas. That's why I'm bullish on cyber brokers because they have mirrorware, which can be a digital assets company. That's why I was bullish on properties, even though they didn't execute to where I would like them to be because I thought they were going to be creating digital asset items. And I think digital assets that will live on top of your profile picks or live in the metaverse is going to be um, the next big explosion, people, uh, Hemen says we are too early for layer two. We're too fucking early for layer one. You can't even get into these metaverses. <laughs> um, I'm just saying that's where I see the future, because even if you can't get into the metaverse, you can still put digital assets on top of NFT profile picks. You can do that all in uh, in metadata uh, on on the cloud. It's not that hard to pull off. Um, uh, so, yeah. So, I mean, that all makes sense. I'm not surprised Yuga Labs is talking to 10 KTF. But is that <clears throat> bullish for 10KTF or is that bullish for Yuga Labs and Yuga Labs' marketplace that they're going to power with Ape Token? I mean, it's probably a mixture um, of, of of both. But um, yeah, I mean, just circling back to like where we're at in the market, I mean, it, it, it's looking really good. We're, we're moving in a very big upwards trajectory. Um, we almost broke through $200 million on Sunday, which we've only done like... Uh, Less than 10 times in history. So um, the market's That's so crazy, dude. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you, you're just absolutely killing it this episode, man. And I think that your perspective is awesome. My, I, If I'm going to make a bet, I bet 10KTF becomes like a one ETH floor NFT in the next... I don't know, six to nine months. I don't know. It's so hard to give any sort of timelines on this. And when stuff rips, it's like usually face melting rips that just destroy any predictions that you could possibly like, you know, have. Um, I mean, so I guess people were asking if you had to buy something for under a half ETH, what would you buy right now? That's tough, man. Cause you're, you're, you're fishing in the trash can for gourmet. Um, <laughs> Let me just pull up the the charts and like see below half an ETH or below an ETH. Below half an ETH. Yeah. Premint. Premint. Yeah, premint may not be a bad play. I mean, you really it the whole premint thing depends on what they end up like, how they deliver value to uh to the passes, right? And that's like subjective. And I know um, Bert in our Discord said that he looked into it and he wasn't super bullish on it. I, I'm just making a simple play on that, that I have used pre-med for every single whitelist that I've done in the past month. So to own one of their NFTs, I'd like to think that they're smart enough to deliver value towards it. Um, so I don't think that is um, a bad play below one ETH at all. But if I really had one ETH or half an ETH to deploy, I think I would probably be waiting maybe sitting on my hands for a good play and, and and try to and try to run that stack up where I can get into a maybe better project or just take that additional stack and keep degening at the bottom. So if you have less than a half an ETH, 
I would be looking for like narrative plays that could be derivatives. Like we saw the uh, all of the Zuki derivatives; those were just easy two Xers in and out. But I would I would really be waiting for probably a new project to come on the the horizon um, that 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 has the potential to to to, to pump really hard. I I don't think I would just be thrown in the half ETH on anything other than maybe a pre mint. Um, but like even a pre mint. I wouldn't be convinced that I'm going to get like a quick trade out of that. You know, it may take them a month or two to really get the value proposition um, rolling there. But like, for example, like, you know, like little pudgies, right? Um, I don't know how low they were. They were at 0 0.04. Now they're at 0.17, right? So you got a 4X there. Why did they pump? They pumped because pudgy penguins pumped. So then the little pudgies pumped, right? Like why did Bobo the bean farmer pump? Because Azuki pumped, right? So you don't need to be a rocket scientist to like be like, okay, I'm just going to see what is pumping at the blue chip and the mid chip side side. And I'm just going to take that narrative and find the most applicable thing it, below a half an ETH. Cause that's what everything, everyone else is going to do logically. And you can get a good trade out of that. But other than that, if I'm sitting on a half an ETH, I'm, I'm sitting around and I'm waiting for the next thing. Probably that's, that's going to come. Cause we're going to have something good in the next two weeks that you can put a half ETH in and just print right like we had gutter juice right you could have that was a, print that was print city yeah. for half an ETH, you could have bought four you would have you would be sitting on 1.52 eth right now so like you want to wait for that right the problem is when you have a half an eth and you, you know you're you're bouncing around you're like i gotta get something i gotta get something and you're just gonna throw it into shit that's not gonna move you want to you want to wait you want to wait for a narrative play or derivative play that makes sense or you want to wait for just a just a good project to come on by because they come every week or two. Yeah. Well, look, I, I went on record. I think 10 KTF is going to pop. I can't wait to see what happens. I hope I'm not disappointed. Yeah. Well, that's under, that's under, well, that's under half an ETH. If you got time that it, what your time horizon is, are you trying to take half ETH and you're trying to flip it into two ETHs in like two weeks? I wouldn't bet on 10 KTF, but you're like, I got a half an ETH. I don't want to worry about it. I would, yeah. 10 KTF. I like even better than pre -Mint, to be honest with you. Yeah. Okay. Well, look, you killed it today, man. Um, everybody make sure that you like and subscribe to the channel. Um, and thanks for watching every day. And uh, we really appreciate it. We'll catch you guys next time. See you later. Yeah. Yeah. Make some money out there.